it scares me to think if I had listened to that doctor, if I had taken her advice and, and done what she said because I was scared, it would have been murder to me. Welcome to the 100 Year Lifestyle Podcast, dedicated to you and your loved ones living at 100% for 100 years and beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Plaster. Welcome everybody to the 100 Year Lifestyle where we are transforming health and longevity worldwide so that you and your loved ones can live, truly live at 100% for 100 years and beyond. And what a special privilege I get to interview some of my favorite people, dedicated comrades, colleagues, warriors, friends, just good all around people. Doctors Jill and Van Skorar from Ladson, South Carolina, just outside of Charleston, near Goose Creek. If you're anywhere near that area, can't find a better place to go for healthcare, but because uh, uh, you're doing the right thing, you're doing, and we're going to talk about what you're doing. We're going to talk about transitioning your healthcare paradigm today. So, welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to good to have you here. And so, we've been spending a lot of time together. We have. Yeah, and uh, you can tell us more about it. Has it been fun? Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, it, a true evolution, not only uh, not only within the practice and what we've seen, the amount of patients we've been able to reach, but we've also seen a, a bit of an evolution um, on what chiropractic uh, has brought to to even our community and within our office, introducing our patients to the hundred year lifestyle. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing, Doctor Plasker, because. Um, people aren't stuck in a, in a pain symptom pain paradigm. We're slowly making this shift into uh, what we consider true healthcare to be. And our patients are, are, are embracing that. It's, it's profound. Well, I think it's one of the reasons is certainly, you know, the 100 Year Lifestyle bringing that message is getting people's attention. And I think that a big part of that, at least as big, if not even bigger, of course, is that you've raised your family in this paradigm. You know, we talk about transitioning your healthcare paradigm, that's not always easy for people. You guys have raised your family that way. And what are the roots of that for you, Dr. Jill? Because you grew up in a family that thought like this. I did. I'm actually one of six chiropractors in my family. My dad was the first one. And um, we did. We were kind of the oddballs. I mean, they everybody would look at me and like, what do you mean you don't take medication? What do you mean you've never had Advil? Um, if I was sick, I went to my dad to get adjusted. Um, we watched what we ate. We always ate organic food. There was just so much to it more than just the adjustment, but the adjustment was a big part of it. Yeah, I think it's a philosophy. It's a way of life. It's a way of it's trusting the body, trusting your body, trusting uh, that innate intelligence within that we talk about so much. And so you six chiropractors in your family, that's interesting because it's true for our profession that people tend to follow suit. Kids will follow suit. I mean, Lisa and I, all three of our kids became chiropractors and my brothers are chiropractors. Both of my brothers are chiropractors. And why do you think that is? I think when you live this lifestyle, you just realize how great it is. It's so much different. You're so much healthier. That's one thing I saw all the time when I was in high school is how much healthier I was than my friends. When they did get sick, they'd be sick for weeks, but I'd only be sick for a day or two if I got sick. I noticed that I performed better when I ran track, when I was in softball, I was faster than everybody else. When I did get injured, um, I got adjusted, my dad would take care of me and I'd be back on the field within a couple of days. Um, That's what really, for me, 
that's what helped bring about that I was going to be a chiropractor because I wanted to take care of my children the way my dad took care of me. Awesome. And, and so obviously you did, and you met this guy over here and you, you guys <laughs> met in chiropractic college. We did. Yes, sir. We did. Yeah. And uh, so, so Vance, did you grow up in this paradigm or talk to us about, you know, how you embraced or fell into yeah, this I, paradigm? It's really kind of amazing. We really, uh, I really did. Um, natural healthcare was always part of the family. My, my mom was really the, the matriarch of that. And everything from, from the foods that we ate. I mean, we were eating organic food before organic food even was a thing. And, and she knew it. I mean, it was the craziest thing. The, she eliminated sugar in her household. She eliminated dairy. And, and we put up a fit about that. Um, but she had a, she had a plan. And, and even my brothers and sisters, I mean, one of six kids. So we were the oddballs. I mean, really much yeah. so in, in the community. But we also were the athletes that stood out. I remember as a child thinking that because I was breastfed, because, um, because I ate nutritious foods, because we didn't consume hot dogs and, and nitrates. And I mean, my mother knew in the 70s that nitrates caused pancreatic cancer before it ever came out. I mean, it was the craziest thing in the world, how, how incredibly profoundly intelligent this woman was and what an advocate, a true advocate for us, her family and her children that she was. And so when I found chiropractic, ironically, my mother has a, a 75 degree scoliosis in her spine. Wow. So as a child, we would, I would go to, to doctor's visits with her. And I just remember listening to what they said about her spine and how the fact that, that there was nothing that they could do to help. And we had to find something. It just didn't make sense as a young child listening to these doctors want to give her drugs and want to do surgery. My mom being blatantly against that. And so that was my first introduction to chiropractic, watching the profound effect it had in her life and how she was able to avoid surgery. And my mother still to this day in her mid seventies, um, she's a personal fitness trainer. She's still in amazing, uh, amazing shape, but she planted these amazing chiropractic seeds without even knowing it. And, and, this is what they've become. Yeah. And you know, that's really important going back to scoliosis, which you just brought up. We see a lot of people in our office and I know a lot of our chiropractic friends, brothers, sisters, hundred year lifestyle chiropractors around the country and around the world, they see scoliosis a lot. And it's a real problem, the way that it's being taught to people, what it is, and that it's a serious thing, like a disease. And it's, you know, we tell people all the time, it's not a disease. It's, you know, if you have a curvature and malformations in your spine, uh, to try to straighten it through surgery is a extremely very nothing other option, no other option available option, because it's brutal what they're doing. We're seeing people, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but we had a woman uh, who's got a really bad scoliosis come in and she's fine now. She's getting adjusted regularly. We, we tell them, you know, if it's like train tracks going from here to California, it doesn't go straight. It kind of winds around a mountain and all that. But as long as everything's lined up, it's no problem. It's when a track goes off that you have a problem. And so this woman's coming in and she's getting adjusted and she's feeling great. She's doing living her life. No problem. No pain. Standing up straight. She brings us an x-ray of a friend's child, 14 years old, where they straighten the spine by putting wedges in between all... And this kid is now a 14-year-old opioid addict. I literally, 
want to, if I had hair, I would rip my hair out. It's so frustrating. And so I love that you shared that story that your mom grew up this way. She has that curve and she's still living her life. And I think that's the essence of the transition of this healthcare paradigm that we're talking about. It is not, it's not drugs and surgery first. It's literally working with your body first, your body's innate intelligence, getting it to heal itself. And so what are you seeing when you start to educate people about this new way of living their crisis care, lifestyle care, making choices? What, what is the response? We've seen that, that patients are, are definitely a product of their environment. Just like our parents planted those seeds when we were young and we knew what true healthcare was, it was very easy for us to, to step into chiropractic and even become chiropractors. It's not so easy. People, we were talking about earlier a, a generational curse where people aren't, aren't taught that natural health care is actually the, the right way to go. They're taught that medications and drugs and steroids and, and pharmacy um, is where health is. And it just, uh, meeting patients where they're at, I think is one of our most profound gifts is that we're able to see this kind of destructive medical hierarchy that's happening. And we're able to meet them and, and be empathetic to what our patients' needs are, but also uh, introduce them that there's a, a better way, a better way to take care of themselves. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, and giving people a vision, because I think when people are, are suffering or they're hurting uh, and they're in some type of crisis and some people a crisis is, you know, it could be a small thing for some people, it's a really big thing. And if you give them vision, something to look forward to or look towards, it gives them some hope. And then, and then, you know, you can lead them, but they have to make some choices. And so what do you notice when people, they start to make different choices, Jill, and they follow they start to follow your plan. They get the vision, they get some hope, and then they start to get in the groove with you. What do you notice? How does it change their life? For me, when I see my patients, they, they almost light up because they, I think a lot of people don't realize they even have the choice. They've given away all the responsibility for their healthcare and their family's healthcare to the medical doctor. And so if anything is wrong, they think they have to go to the medical doctor. So just changing that insight for them to know that they have the power to actually choose and that they have the right ideas. And even if they don't know what to do, they can come in and ask and we can help them and point them in the right direction. That's one of the biggest things I see a lot of my mothers, especially light up. A lot of my, especially my home, um, like my homeschool mothers, they really get it, you know, cause they, they love the vision. They love the hundred year lifestyles. We go through everything, especially with the kids and raising them to start with right now. So these kids understand that as they go forward. And then, um, it's just cool to see because the kids will come in so excited about chiropractic. They fight over who's going to get on the table first. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and you see them, they're just like, they feel better. They're not dealing with any more of their headaches. They don't have any more of their ear pain. Um, when they do get hurt, they, they come around really fast. I have a family of um, gymnastic girls that come in all the time and they, they're just, they're more vibrant. You just see them. They're healthy. Their skin glows. There's just so much to it. And the mom sees this and she's excited about it as well. And now she's learning that she has a choice with vaccinations. She has a choice with, with everything in their life and where even they go to school and how they, how they do anything in their life. It's up to her to be able to choose that. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I want to, I want to circle back. You brought up fighting for, with each other to get on the table and, you know, you're mild mannered, calm, 
uh, small in stature, but you are a warrior for your people. You told us a story that changed you that when you were pregnant, I remember, and I would love for you to share it and how you were bullied and what it did for you and what you learned as a mom that you were going to have to be able to become. And so talk about that a little bit, because there's a lot of people that are being bullied out there and they don't know that they could stand up to it. And if you can, anybody can, and you should, they should follow you, follow your lead. When I was 22 years old, I was just graduating from chiropractic school. Um, Dr. Vance and I um, were together and we had met and we were um, getting ready to start our new life together when we found out we were pregnant. Um, it was something that was, you know, not nothing that we planned, but it was just one of those things that happens and we were so excited about it. We really were. I mean, I'd always wanted to be a mom. That's why I went to chiropractic school so I could take care of my kids. But we had no idea. We were just kids. We had no idea what we were going to do. We didn't even know we were going to practice yet. We didn't know where we were going to stay. We didn't know how we we're going to make the money to do anything. And here we are, we're pregnant. So we started trying to figure out where we go next. And I had several dead ends where I went into different doctors and they wouldn't take me because I didn't have maternity care on my insurance. And I ended up going into this one doctor who um, she said she would take me. And because I was naturally immunized, she started doing different tests on me on the blood and she came up with a, a basically it was a false negative test. And she told false me negative that was, test, meaning that, meaning what? Uh, meaning that it was a, they, this test came back and said, well, so the first one she took, she thought I had, she thought she went and checked if I had rubella. Because in the first trimester of my pregnancy, if you have rubella during that time, the, the child can actually be deformed. And it's pretty serious. And so because I was naturally immunized, she wanted to make sure that I had rubella. Well, that first test came back negative, but it was a false negative. I actually had had it, but the test didn't come positive. And so after my first trimester, three months down the road, she took another test and it came back positive. So she assumed that I hadn't had it. I must have had it within the three months. And so the only option she gave me was to abort the baby. Wow. She told me if I did not abort the baby, she would not accept my care anymore. And she would just turn me loose. And so you're 22 and Vance, you're observing all this. And, you know, you kind of have a say so here, but not really. But I, I'm sure you got mad. You know, it's kind of well, no, no, um, not at all. A matter of fact, we've always been incredibly strong in our philosophy um, that the power that made the body heals the body, that the body has an inborn intelligence that controls and coordinates every physiological function. Dr. Jill and I were college athletes. We were pictures of health and we've lived our entire lives that way. This was not the first battle we've ever had. And it certainly isn't going to be and hasn't been the last. So in reality, I, I think the best way, anytime that we're really challenged, this incredible teamwork and love that we have for each other, we knew that baby was going to be amazing. We knew Vanny, our son, was going to be amazing, and, 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 and he is. So I was upset because of the fear-mongering associated with this event, but my focus was to calm Jill and to be her rock. So we could get through this together, no matter what the outcome. I really didn't have, I, fear was not really in, in, in the repertoire. I, I'm, I, by nature, I'm not a, a very fearful person. Uh, thank God. Yeah. And so, so Jill, so how did you address the situation? 
Well, I was really scared at first. I mean, at that point in time, I had been turned down by so many people. I just didn't know which way to turn. Um, the only thing I knew was I wasn't going to give up this baby. Um, at that point in time, I had decided even if he was deformed, I was going to have this child. And that kind of helped me move on past it. Um, by that time, then we were starting to get into uh, the second trimester through the second trimester. And I knew we needed to do something. So we got into Bradley classes actually at a chiropractic office in the, um, in the town. And that's when I met my midwife and her name was Joanne. And she was amazing. I mean, she was, she just blew me out of the water, how well she took care of me, even compared to when I had the twins and I had to go through the medical route. She took care of me so much better than anybody else had taken care of me. And, um, she actually, um, we had Danny in July. Um, he was born at home. We had a water birth with him and beautiful, healthy young boy, nothing wrong with him. And, and, and it just, it scares me to think if I had listened to that doctor, if I had taken her advice and, and done what she said, because I was scared, it would have been murder to me. He was perfectly fine. He is perfectly fine. He's now 18. He's an amazing honor student at Clemson University, well on his way to actually become a chiropractor, you know, and that was the only option she gave me was to, to abort him. And it just, to think of how many ba babies have been lost that way of moms who have allowed their babies to be taken from them because of fear. Yeah. And not, not, not even realizing that they had a choice one way or the other. And exactly. it's, um, it's. It's amazing for you guys to see you raising your family now and, you know, Vanny and uh, in college, your daughters, twins uh, yes. growing up, they're all healthy. So they're living in this healthcare paradigm that you and I are talking about 100% for 100 years, expressing their full potential for a lifetime. And so talk about some of the people that now two, three, five, seven, 10 years later, we have a, one of our patients that comes to our office in Marietta, Georgia is from your office. So <laughs> you sent them to us and they came in and they said, she said, Veronica, she says, listen, I'm just finished my crisis care and I'm going to go through my critical transition now with you guys so I can get to lifestyle care. And I'm excited about this. And that was really fun because you're, you know, you're making a difference transitioning people. And so talk about some of these people and how their lives have changed because of their interaction with with you? I think one of the most profound things that we do is we, we give patients the choice. We introduce them to the 100-year lifestyle, but they get to choose how fast or how slow they participate or move through um, our program or our recommendations. And we meet them where they're at. I think that's the, that's the best uh, way to put it. Um, if you're stuck in crisis care, and you have a tremendous amount of pain and there's a tremendous amount of dysfunction um, and, uh, and instability in your body and spine, we can help with that. Um, if you have nutritional deficiencies, we can help with that. If you want um, to focus on your strength and your endurance and your structure, we can help with that. And so one patient that comes to mind was a, was a young lady and um, she just was suffering with migraine headaches and suffering with severe neck pain and, and back spasm that was so severe. And we all know, we all know somebody like this. She would come in and she'd be hunched over. Uh, her back and middle back was in so much spasm. And so we did a very thorough exam, took films and x-rays and sat down and explained to her 
what was causing this problem, but also how we could work her through this healing process. And the young lady I'm talking about, her name is Beverly. Well, as we're getting through the initial uh, crisis care phase, we're ready now to make the transition where we focus on the rehabilitation regeneration of the spine. How do we activate the muscles, ligaments, and tendons to hold the adjustment? Well, she's had such a profound positive effect and balancing of, of the spine that she refers her daughter in and her husband in. Now, her daughter's um, just beginning her life uh, as, as a, a new, as a new mother. Well, just the other day, she brought her baby in as well. And I think about the generational aspects of what we're doing, how we're changing that generational curse where, where we're not going to take responsibility for our health. We're going to look into some level of, of pharmaceutical drug or pill potion or lotion. Um, some the drugs that people take to try to find some level of health. And for them to have that epiphany, but not only, not only realize that for themselves, but also share that with their spouses, with their family, with their churches. It's, it's something that really amazing that's happening throughout our community. And we're at the epicenter of it. And I'm loving every minute of it. Yes, you are. And we, you know, we call it primary care with a natural flair. And we're seeing this all around the country as people have lost so much confidence and faith in their allopathic doctor and that whole drugs and surgery paradigm. And we're transitioning to this uh, primary care with a natural flair transition of this paradigm. And so how is it, Jill, knowing that, like Vance was saying now, that these generations, new generations and you're speaking to them. You, they want to listen. They're, they're showing up at your office. You're doing lectures and events in your office where people are gathering to hear about it. What's that like to know that your strong voice and the care that you guys are providing are really making a difference? It's inspiring. I feel like I have a new purpose in life and I'm loving every minute of it. And I know I'm on purpose because I have so many more opportunities. I mean, we have churches now um, reaching out to us, asking us to come in and speak. And we have, um, we just signed up with Orange Theory to go in and speak with them. People are asking for this information. And it just took us doing the actual 100 year lifestyle lectures in the office. That's all we started doing. And as soon as we started putting those together and doing them on a regular basis, people just started getting it. And it started with Miss Bev's family and it's, it, it rolls into Paku's family that we have. And then everybody else. And just, it just, you just see this, this continual like drive. And it's just like, once you get the ball rolling, you just better watch out. Cause it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. We've got a, <laughs> an army of healthy people over there and lats in <laughs> South Carolina. So, uh, well, we're, we're thrilled that you guys are making a difference the way that you are your community, every community needs, leaders like you, strong leaders who are really ordinary people who are caring, loving, serving people, want to make a difference, giving great care, great wisdom, great advice, and you're doing it. So uh, we're grateful for you. You have some closing thoughts, both of you. Some, uh, What do you want to leave people with today? Well, I just want to give everybody the opportunity to look us up online at drcarrar.com. We have some amazing content and literature there. Um, about raising healthy families, about cha changing your generational curse, if you would. If you feel like you, 
you haven't been making the correct healthcare choices, you have options and you have the responsibility to yourself and your family. And now you have the avenue to do so. Look us up at drcrow.com. We love and appreciate our patients tremendously. We love and appreciate our community. We've been there for 18 years, and I just look forward to being there another 18 years. We want to give, we want to give our entire community the opportunity to function at 100% through every phase of their life for 100 years and beyond. We believe that you have the ability to function at, a, at 100% from from the first day that you were born through every phase of your life until your last breath in that life, we want you to function at 100%, as close to it as possible. And we want to be a part of that at Karar Superior Healthcare. Mm -hmm. For me, me, it's to let everybody know that you don't have to do this alone, that there are people out there that really care and want to help and have a lot of the answers you're looking for. Love that. Well, you guys have the answers, you have the heart, you have the soul, you have the spirit, you have the care. So uh, everybody go visit drcarrard.com, our good friends, leaders, making a big difference. Love and appreciate you guys so much. Until next time, everybody, thank you so much for being with us. Enjoy a sensational century. Dr. Eric Plasker with the Carrars signing off. Thank you so much for joining us on the 100 Year Lifestyle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have topics that you want us to cover, people you want us to interview, maybe you have some stories that you want to share, stories of yourself, loved ones, people in your life, we would love to hear from you and share your story. Please email us at my100 at 100yearlifestyle.com. And remember, nobody wants to get to 100 or even 50, 60, or 70 for that matter crippled, broke, and alone. So please share the 100-year lifestyle, all of our podcasts, social media pages, website with your family, friends, and coworkers so they can take this journey with you. And until next time, adjust your lifestyle, live your best life today and every day on the road to a sensational century. Dr. Plasker, signing off.